Welcome to this episode of Not On This Occasion. Today, we're going to be talking about the Singapore Grand Prix, as well as the fun little news stories. I have a super, super fun story to tell. Okay. We have a new production assistant on this podcast. <laughs> Welcome, uh, Loki. His name is Loki, but I think it's funnier to say Loki. Like, I don't know if there anybody he heard that. I, there he is. I'll just jam it up in the audio. He so doesn't. He doesn't really meow much when you're holding him. So he's he's new small kitten. So that's Loki. That is also Noel. I am Delaney. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to this episode. Uh, also about the Singapore Grand Prix, we're going to talk about the budget cap drama, dun, the dun, sprint dun. racing, and then the race, the Singapore Grand Prix. Yes, I'm here. Delaney's here. Let's get into it. All right. All right. So I've got a <laughs> We got this. I've got a fantastic fun little story. A fun fact about the Singapore Grand Prix. Maybe this will be a new segment. I'll tell a fun little something. Story time with Noel every episode. <laughs> this is also about cheating, but it has nothing to do with me, like the last like the last story I told. Oh, it's not um, about you. So uh, I've been I've been if if you follow F one and have for a while, you may know I've been alluding to this story probably since the third episode. So I like can't remember you alluding to any story about Singapore. So this, this is well, I wouldn't me. have said I wouldn't have said a Singapore. I would have said, well, you'll when I tell it, you'll know probably okay. where I would would have alluded to it. So uh, Singapore Grand Prix back in time to the first Singapore Grand Prix, the 2008 <laughs> Singapore Grand Prix. <laughs> um, so this is the first ever night race. It's um, very exciting. Singapore, of course, is a street circuit. And one critical thing about street circuits is that it's very hard to pass so there's a little team called reno and a little driver called fernando alonso who at the time was a two-time world champion just a little driver he is still a two-time world champion so (laughs) at the time no longer is (laughs) he still Um, is um but uh so i guess he wasn't technically involved in this but his team reno concocted a plan to win the singapore grand prix in a year where Renault was not very good, they had not won up to this point in the season. Right. 
And so um, back then, F1 was a little different, so you could refuel. Uh, they did refueling back then. Right, still right. dangerous. Um, and they also had a rule where they would close the pit lane when the safety car came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what Renault decided to do was they had their second driver purposefully crash in the Singapore Grand Prix what? to bring out the safety car while Fernando Alonso was leading. They had they ran a really long first stint, so Fernando Alonso pitted later than everyone else. So Is this, like, confirmed? Yes. I'll, well, as you go through the story, I'll okay, you'll okay. see. So Renault has their second driver purposefully crash, brings out the safety car. Felipe Massa also left the pit lane with the fuel nozzle still in the car. So it just oh, ripped seen, it I off. I think I've the seen thing. that video. Yeah. Um, uh, but the safety car comes out. Fernando Alonso leads the rest of the race and wins the race. Huh? Now that teammate was a junior, a junior driver, uh-huh. junior driver by the name of Nelson PK jr. Yeah. <laughs> PK. So whenever the last time we talked about the PKs, that was, was it has I, been a few episodes. When I, when I was when I would have alluded to this story, but uh, for a, for a year, I don't even know if anyone talked about this. But for a year, it was probably a conspiracy theory. If we had a podcast back in two thousand eight, we would have gotten our tinfoil hat to. I wonder if Delson PK purposely did this because he looped around in the same spot on the formation oh, lap. He oh, like, I've definitely seen it. Yeah, yeah. He so they did the formation lap, and then I saw a thing that was like that was like. Just a little practice spin. And so, like, he, like, spun out, but, like, didn't even hit the wall and then kept going. And then during the race, he, like, spun out in the exact same spot and hit the wall that time. Yes. Yes, I remember this now. And so... I hope we got a a good check from that. One year later, 2009, almost probably around the point of the 2009 Singapore Grand Prix, Renault sacks him. Be like, you're gone. And he admits the whole thing. He says... Last year, 2008, they were going to fire me. They said the only way I could keep my seat was to do this. Because he wasn't that good. Yeah, but it's still fucked up. He finished up. second and stuff one time, but he wasn't great. Uh, but so he admitted to the whole thing. Uh, Renault lost their title sponsor. Some of their personnel were indefinitely banned from F1. Wow. Um, Fernando Alonso wasn't penalized, though, because there's no proof that he knew anything about this. So he keeps the win. Fair. He won... The very next race, which was also the Japanese Grand Prix in 2008. So Fernando Alonso's like, I don't know. I just raised my car. Did, so that I is the story of uh, that's the story of Crashgate is what it's called. Crashgate. OK, now I know. Now I know you've definitely alluded to this. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's the fun little fun fact of the day about the Singapore Grand Prix. Hell yeah. Isn't it also like Sebastian Vettel's like race doesn't, doesn't yeah i guess he owns this race or something yeah like, like everybody keeps talking about that oh the sebastian Bell's last Singapore which Grand i never Prix. even like really i never i thought together. i feel like you know who owns these streets now tell us who owns these streets now <laughs> i do know but maybe the viewers don't sergio checo perez <laughs> owns bam, all bam, the street bam. races bam, bam, bam. we'll get into that very very before we get into it, a very like monaco-esque race we had today there's a lot of similarity similarities with the monaco yeah. grand prix i'm just looking up how many times sebastian vettel won this race he's won the singapore grand prix five times okay i guess so, that's a lot i mean it's only been around for what how many years uh so 2008 was the first one but they didn't race for it for two seasons so there's only probably been about 10 so he's won okay. half of them i think yeah that's i'd say but so, it, were they like back to back wins? He won three in a row between 2011 and 2013. Then yeah, again in 2015. In his, like, and then prime. again in 2019, which is currently his last victory. That makes sense why everybody thinks because like that was his last like 
Hurrah. All right. So the first the first fun little topic that we're going to talk about cuz there cuz uh, um, let me give you the scoop here that the big F1 TV or F1.com they're not talking about this story. They're they're trying to keep this story under wraps. They're they're hiding this one from us. So this is this podcast is it's the on only the black market. This is the only <laughs> podcast where you can get this scoop, all right? Except they talked about it in free practice, but shut up. Shut up. <laughs> don't 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 correct us. We are Rumors right. rumor has it that there are two teams that exceeded the... I know this cat is about to walk over my keyboard. <laughs> I know. That's why I had to take his bell off because he's like, just walks around everywhere. He's going to start rubbing up against the... walk on my keyboard. You can't walk on it. I'm going to oh, do it oh, anyway. Oh, oh, I'm oh, opening oh. stuff. Opening <laughs> stuff, zooming in, zooming out. <laughs> so rumor has it, two, two teams exceeded the budget cap last year for 2021. Red Bull and Mercedes. The rumors are that it's Red Bull and Aston Martin. Oh! <laughs> Which um, is interesting because Aston Martin, I don't sense. know if they did. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, so right now, it's not confirmed that this happened. And it's not confirmed what will happen to them if mm. this is found out to be true. But some of the things that can happen, uh-huh. um, these are rumored to be minor breaches of the of the budget cap, which is like, no more than like 5% exceeded, which I don't know what 5% of 145 million is, but it's probably still like a fuck ton. So hold on, I'll math it out for you. How much is it? 145,000? 145 million. What? It's literally seven, $7 million still. (laughs) Yeah. So it's still not a tiny amount. Wait, hold on. Yeah. It's still seven, (laughs) seven million, 250, Hundred thousand. Yeah, so that's um still a lot of fun. Like almost, still, you could still do a lot with that. If I had seven million dollars, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because so because so some of the possible penalties that could happen because you have a minor infraction $7 in the budget cap, which is a seven million dollar infraction, uh, you could get fined. Basically, the amount $7 you go million. over. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of like, uh, you know. That sucks. goes over the budget, but they have it, the teams. Well, I guess, you know, when you showed me that video a long time ago, the F1 teams are not super profitable, but. Oh, yeah. Um, they only make like $2 million out a year. So, uh, that could happen. But also, you could possibly lose points from the season Ooh. that you, you did this in, which would, since this is 2021, in theory, Max Verstappen loses points. <gasps> Lewis Hamilton becomes. But wouldn't eight. it be on the constructors? Though? I it feel can like... be both. It can oh. be constructors or drivers. I don't think they'll do this, but it'd be probably pretty. Damn, fucking. I think I think the year is already <laughs> fucked up enough. I think they don't need to revisit it. I don't think that's like a. I think that's definitely something that they have swept far under the rug with my soul, with with Michael Massey's like. Who fucking, we should bring back, by the way. Who definitely should bring it back. Um, but they definitely like, swept him so far underneath the rug with all of that that they're just like, yeah, we're not going to uncover that. We're just going to leave that there. Uh, you could also pro- possibly lose like practice sessions. Like you could say, hey, you can't run this session for a little while, which oh, no. I think is, you know, if you can pay, if you get additional $7 million of development, I think they'll be fine with, oh, yeah, yeah we won't run FP1, whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> Unless it's like a brand new track, then that'd be kind of unfair. But I think you could also lose wind tunnel time, which would probably be the 
the biggest hurt. That would probably be the one that hurts the most. No, we can't shave off the millisecond to give us. <laughs> hey, that millisecond second. counts a lot. Well, <laughs> That's what they spend seven million dollars to do is shave off that millisecond. See, now it feels different now that you know the actual number. The show is now available on Apple Podcasts. Hey, everyone! Hey. Congratulations! Ooh. Your show, not on this occasion, the F One Podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts. Woo! So <laughs> we made it, guys. As we're literally recording, we are. Hold on, let me verify to make sure that I can see it because I have iPhone and Noel does not. <gasps> I see it. There it is. Wow, guys. Rate it. So if you've never... <laughs> <laughs> I just rated it. So oh, you can write a review, guys. You can actually write a review now. Please be nice. I will cry. Oh, okay. Let's see. Rating clean. We have a clean rating. Is that like for content or like... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not terrible. I mean, we've got 12 reviews now on Spotify. Oh, the website takes us to Podbean. Big celebratory moment. Me and Noel are going to pop some champagne now. We finally made it. Grab the champagne, intern. <laughs> it was a cat. No thumbs. All right. So, yeah, that's the drama. It's well, really... what did you think the penalty would be like something of monetary value? Like, I, I agree with, like, the making them pay that pay it back. Like, yeah, that would make sense. Like, okay, you, like, went over budget, so you have to pay. You have to find that amount. Or oh, they have to pay that amount to every other team. <laughs> That could be that could be something they have to divvy out that amount they went over to the other teams. That would be pretty fair. I think that would be that would probably be best case scenario because I think what they're I mean what they're trying to do with the budget cap is bring everyone closer together. A team like Mercedes can probably afford to go seven million over the budget cap and pay that back, but a team like Williams probably can't. Right, and so it's not as a big of a hit I'm as a penalty I'm if not they that go. Surprised. I was about to say I'm surprised Aston Martin is, and I'm like, no, I'm not that surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not really either. I'm no, I'm you know, <laughs> Total Wolf is very big on like, hey, yeah, we need to investigate them. Like, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Though I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised a, Mercedes did go over, but um, I feel like Total Wolf is like the kid in elementary school that would like be like, hey, Miss Simmons said to stop. <laughs> So you better stop. Like he was like the safety patrol, like guy. Like he definitely was like the safety guy that took his job way too seriously. Maybe. I hope Maybe. he takes his job seriously, but like I feel like when it comes to other teams, he definitely is like the one that's like, no, you gotta do it like this. If you're not following the like fucking. So yeah, budget caps. I think I think they're definitely important. Um, I think you definitely need them, but I don't. I haven't really seen. Uh, I don't know. That's that's a lie. I feel like we probably would have seen a very drastic difference now if we didn't have one. I was about to say, Maybe. I don't really yeah, see Yeah, I think there's a lot of development that they, like, I feel like earlier, before Hungary, a lot of the teams were talking about, like, we can't really do this because of the budget cap. We'll see where that goes. I don't know what's going to happen for them, but next episode, perhaps Lewis Hamilton will be an eight-time world champion. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a comeback, guys. Everybody's getting wiped out. Okay, uh. so the next topic, they fucked us again because a day after we recorded the last episode about the schedule... They announce that next year there will be six sprint races. Six. Count them. Six sprint races. So that means next year, including Grand Prix and sprint races, there will be 30 races next year. Fuck, man. <laughs> there's like, to give, there's three this year. Last year there was what? Three. Three, yeah. Yeah, and last year was the first year they did it. So they're, fuck, if, before we know it, we're going to have a sprint race every single race. Oh my God. We're going to have multiple sprint races in weekends. I like, it's like, I was reading the article about it and like, so they haven't, they haven't released like where, 
when and where the sprint races are. Like they haven't said, okay, these are the races that are going to have the sprint races. I'm assuming the way that they're doing it, like how they did this year, they'll spread it out evenly. Um, but they were like, I was reading the article and it was like, yeah, like the drivers and the fans seem to really like it. So we're going to expand on that. And I'm like, I don't really like sprint races. I really, they're cool, but like, I really could care less. Yeah. They're, I think most, most of the people I talk to. Yeah. Or most of the people that I see kind of just don't care. Like they're like, they're, like, they're kind of useless. I think they're kind of useless. Like it's cool to see more racing, but I've never thought like, oh Yeah the sprint race really made this weekend better. Right. Like this weekend was improved by the sprint races. I don't think they've been approved. Like, I don't think they've detracted a whole lot from the weekends, but there have been some moments. Like I think Haas, Kevin Magnussen qualified like fourth in Imola for the sprint race and then lost all that track position by the end of the sprint race. So he ended up starting 10th in the race. So, right. So I think it's just silly. What do you think off the top of your head, what races do you think they're going to have sprint races at next year? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Just got to memorize. I hope you memorize the schedule <laughs> for next year. <laughs> Hold on. I got to pull that shit up. While you're pulling that up, I think point here. I think you made a point in the last episode. Oh, I was like, where is he? I was like, there he is. Made a point in the last episode that I while we were recording, I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And then while, while I was editing, I'm like, holy shit, that's so right. You what? said about how the Middle East races kind of feel like they're in the middle of nowhere yeah, 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 and stuff like that. And I was like, honestly, you know, night races in F1 are cool, but they feel, it feels like no one is there. Right. Like Bahrain, even during the COVID, even though during the pandemic, like all the Middle East or night races were kind of like not different at all when they had no fans because of covid right and i think i think i realized that like when i was re-listening to the episode i was like maybe it's not just middle east like um races i think it's just night races period just feel really like like i said like sterile or just very like lonely i was thinking about it i was like i think night races are cool but like for like they're night races for me like when it's night where i'm watching them i think singapore actually did it fine like i think you can see a lot more of the lights for the city but saudi arabia is like in a void i said this bahrain (laughs) it's in a void bahrain I don't feel like anyone's there. Qatar has one grandstand, I think, on the front straightaway. Yeah. So my my point to that is, I think we would probably have a sprint race in for the first race of the season if it was Australia. I don't yeah. think they'll do a sprint race in Bahrain. They could. It could be a, a, a decent track to do it, but I don't think they'll do it as like a hype generator because there's kind of no hype. Yeah. Also, that, the people of Bahrain probably don't even go to that race. No. Uh, that was going to be my, my first one I was going to say was either it's going to be in Jeddah or it's going to be in Aust- Australia. I think that's like where the first one's going to be. So I think I'm going to go with Australia. That'll be the first one. Like we'll get a few races in, two races in, and then we'll go to Australia. Would they do back to back? I mean, maybe they would. I don't know, honestly. I didn't think they would do six. So <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, I'm trying to think about how they would spread this out, but um okay well let's 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 do the three that they're doing this year so they did brazil uh austria austria and emma they'll definitely do brazil they've always done yeah so they're 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 definitely gonna do those three so we're doing okay so we're doing australia we got emma we got austria maybe netherlands i feel like netherlands would be a good one then because it's like a short track and then austin really yeah, that's my bold prediction. I feel like Austin would be a fun to do a sprint race at. Because I, I think, feel like yeah. that is like entertainment central is like the U.S. Grand Prix. 
maybe Vegas, but I doubt they'll do something like that on a new track. That's why I didn't say Miami because I was like, I don't know if they're going to do. That's a little too. Yeah, I don't think they're going to try and milk the lights out on the Vegas strip or whatever too much. (laughs) Like, I think they'll save that for the race. I think, yeah, I think they'll be a little, they'll be a little like, well, we'll see how this goes because they're not quite sure. So, yeah, that's, that's, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really think we need Knowing six. Formula it kind of just seems like, you know, if you don't, I don't want them to do it at every race, but if you're not doing it at every race, it just seems kind of arbitrary, silly. like silly. And I'm like, I'd rather you just didn't do it. I don't think it enhances everything too much. So that's the sprint races. Um, let's start the season in Australia too, while we're at it, just because let's start a season where we can get hype. Um, Please. I don't even think it's, I think it's probably illegal to get hyped in Bahrain, but Let's jump on, <laughs> pretend I didn't say that, but I'm going to leave it in, and jump into the Singapore Grand Prix. Cut it low. All right, Delaney. Tell me. What'd you think of the Singapore Grand Prix? Um, You already know. You already know. My favorite man of the season right now won the Singapore Grand Prix. Love that man. So freaking happy. He Not only did he win the Singapore Grand Prix, one of the hardest and most physically grueling race, he led the entire <laughs> Singapore Grand Prix. He handled it. He, like he handled it. He ha- it wasn't like, oh, no, there was a crash or, oh, no, like somebody like accidentally like, you know, safety card their way. No, he was at the front. He stuck to his guns. He fought his entire way. And then the last five laps, they were like, uh, Checo, you might be getting a uh, penalty. He was like, bet. Let me, let me increase this lead by seven seconds so I can stay at this fucking lead if they give me a five second time penalty, bitch. And they did. So that's how I feel about the second part Grand Prix. I was so freaking happy. While I was watching it, I was like, I'm bored half the time because I was like, there's so many safety cars, but I still thought it was a really interesting race. Secondly, I also thought it was so... I genuinely was like, when I saw Max, the way that he was passing on a fucking street race, I was like, whoa, dude. I was like, whoa, dude. Like he was flying and then just like, wasn't, he couldn't do it. Like it just, it wasn't in the cards for him that night. Like that's fine and everything. And I get it. But like, honestly, Max Verstappen also had a killer ass race. He had some killer ass moments. He oh my god, the worst race I've ever seen him drive before. <laughs> Yeah, it was not his fucking night. But like sometimes, like like partially through the race, I was like, oh my god, Max Verstappen is really about to like plow through this entire fucking. I I, I, I lo- like low key, like low, low key, key, like low key, low like, key. Honestly, when that second safety car came out, or I don't even know if the second, well, the one where everyone one switched them. to drives, like when we got that restart, oh, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. inevitably locked up and like fell back. Oh I my was like, god, I was like, that was so bad. I was thinking, I'm like, is Max Verstappen still gonna win this race? Like I. <laughs> It was just I don't in the so. back of my head. That's like, when I knew he wasn't going to win it. Because I was like, when I saw him lock up like that, I first. Oh, yeah, yeah. After he locked up, I'm like, he's, he's fucked. Done. But before that, I'm like, he Lando Norris, like Ferrari's like, <laughs> ooh. Uh, not, he's he's ooh. pretty fast. Like, yeah. he's, he's going, he's he's going pretty still good. Max Verstappen. Okay, yeah. Anyway, go ahead with what. Yeah. So, and, and then to top it off, to put the cherry on the motherfucking top, McLaren hit it with the 4-5. P4 and incredible, P5. Incredible, run. incredible, incredible race by not only Landon Norris, but also Danny Rick, which now is just a big F you to McLaren. But yeah, that's how the I feel. Spin about around the- where Daniel Ricciardo is Delaney's favorite driver by the end of the season. <laughs> Literally. It's only because I'm on Daniel Ricciardo. She predicted TikTok now. his downfall and now he's, now she's a fan. 
I'm only a fan because I saw how McLaren treated him. Like, that's bullshit. Like, they were just like, bye. Delaney was in the front row, front row <laughs> tickets, tickets to Daniel Ricardo's downfall. Literally. And I was like, I didn't even want to go. Like, literally, literally. Let's put, like, put the clip back. I was like, Delaney, who's your least favorite driver right now? Um, Daniel Ricardo is like really pissing me off right now. <laughs> At the very moment, my least favorite driver. <laughs> I want to say, <laughs> I really want to say Ricardo, but I, it's not the fact that he's a bad driver. It's just the way that he's acting, especially last season and this season, is just very disappointing to me. And so he's become my least favorite. Obviously, I have have other least favorites because they're just like crappy drivers. But like from a person standpoint, as a driver standpoint, Ricardo is really disappointing me right now. So I'm just. So I did say in that episode, I said it's not that he's my least favorite driver like ever. Like he's just my least favorite driver right now because he was like really pissed me off. But there has been like videos and photos of him like looking really happy this past weekend and he was like looking like his old self again, which tells me he has an offer somewhere. And he, I also really, really like the Singapore Grand Prix. I went back and watched, I think, like the British Grand or a little watched fucking I still not get over that shit. Like <laughs> you can't <laughs> try again, you guys. Anyway, I went and listened to a little bit of like the British Grand Prix episode and there are races or the Dutch Grand Prix, I don't know. There are races where at home I'm like, Oh yeah, that was so freaking awesome. Like I love that race. <laughs> and then I come to the podcast and I'm like, Oh yeah, it was pretty good. Like uh, <laughs> right. So I need to say, like, that was that was a fun really, really race. good race. I wish I didn't have to work but uh, whatever guys Noel's <laughs> no longer no longer my co-worker he has now been promoted to my friend and co-host anyway <laughs> um Perez handily jumped he didn't even start on pole but the same thing happened in Baku where he started second and took the lead and just he just just hung on the whole he time stayed there I was a little worried like after they all switched to dry tires like yeah. Leclerc had a couple of laps where he was looking maybe like he was gonna get him but yeah. After after a couple laps, Paris was gone. That's yeah. all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's so, all she wrote. I think we'll talk. We'll get into the 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 race a little bit more in a second, but um, we need to talk about qualifying, Quali. which set the stage for this Singapore Grand Prix. Yep. It rained at the very beginning, or it probably rained right before the start. I don't think I actually watched Q one, so. Or at least not the beginning. So yeah, I think Nicholas Latifi maybe did some Nicholas Latifi things. But uh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Status quo. I <laughs> yeah. know he had some fun during the race in his short time in it, but <laughs> but uh, it rained right before the session started, and it just didn't dry up at all. Like I, it's no. probably done raining by the end of Q one, and it just didn't dry up at all. For those that don't know, Singapore is hot, like hot as fuck, and it's also super humid. That's why they only do it at night. So not only did it rain, but it did not get dry at all because there's no sunlight to dry it. But then there's also the humidity just like holds the moisture, just holds it. Uh, Aston Martin tried to go onto the slicks at the end of Q2. It did not work. They both failed to qualify for Q3. Mm -hmm. And then in Q3, when the track probably wasn't ready for slicks yet, everyone had to go out on them. Because by the end of the session, it was going to be ready. Yeah. And so we had a pretty crazy qualifying session where Yuki Tsunoda was on provisional pole for a little while. Fernando Alonso, Lewis Hamilton, uh, Charles Leclerc, Sainz. I'm sure Max Verstappen was on it at some point. Everybody was on for provisional pole. It was like Oprah. (laughs) You get a provisional pole and you get a provisional pole. 
the commentators were like, and Yuki Sonoda is unprofessional, and now we got Russell, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God. And um, uh, Charles Leclerc was on provisional poll, and honestly, Max Verstappen, I think, was on the lap, lap of his, like, fucking life. Oh, my God. He's definitely tearing it up. Always is. Determined. He's determined in the radio to, about, to make this Singapore Grand Prix the most boring race ever, the yeah. most predictable Singapore Grand Prix ever on his lap that was probably two seconds faster than Charles Leclerc. Yeah. But they aborted. This is his second to last lap. Abort, abort. They aborted the lap. I'm not entirely sure why, but I think it was so he could cross the line with like a second left in Q3. Because when a track's drying, you want to be the last person to start your last lap. Then he goes on and basically does the same lap again or is yeah. on another fucking once in a lifetime lap in, yeah. the, in the span of two minutes. And then they had to abort that lap because of what Delaney said. They wouldn't have a big enough fuel sample, I guess, if he finished the lap and drove around. And Which, then he would how do you have, do that? I mean, like, how do you how do you just they must have refueled him only for five laps? And he, weird, I don't I I don't know why they aborted that Somebody second to last there. lap. Really, it just does not make any sense at all. Box max, box, 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 box. Why? What the? Why? What the? F what the? F what the f are you guys saying? Unbelievable, mate. I don't get it. What the f is this about? We'll talk about it oh, and explain once you're up, Max. Now we're heading into the the, the proper Singapore Grand Prix. Um, first thing, first the FIA I don't think was on their game this weekend. No, uh, the race got delayed by like a fucking hour. Yeah, because it rained. I don't understand why they're so afraid to start the races in the rain. Because the same thing happened in Monaco, and I guess it it was I guess it was pretty heavy. Yeah, but. It's by the time the race stopped, there were still 40 minutes left before they took the, the green. So yeah, the rain stopped. And then 40 minutes later, the race started. So cause they got to do the start procedures. It, why, so why can't annoying. you do that? And like, I don't know. I, I don't, don't understand know. why we can't start in the race in the rain. That kind of annoyed me yeah. um, because I probably would have saw the whole, it started at eight. So I probably would have yeah, been able to see the whole race, race before I had to go to work, but yeah. nope, it starts at nine. I get to, I actually slept in. So like when I woke up, so I was like, I. Oh, the race. I forgot about that. It was like 8.50, and then I was like, oh, I didn't miss a single thing. Cool. I was like, yeah, we're I just going to start like it. Yeah, 8.30, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just see what happened at the start, and it's not started yet. Yeah. I'm like, cool. swag. <laughs> swag, bro. And then the other thing that did happen was um, poor little Georgie boy, George Russell, had to start in the pit lane at the start of the race because oh, yeah. he had a... Uh, he had a... Uh, they, like, changed the engine or something. Yeah, but they, he already, did, they did he something. He qualified 11th, so he already... Wasn't starting great. Yeah, they it did. was a pretty sad weekend for George Russell. Yeah, they just kind of fucked him they over. They probably should have just retired so they could say he's finished in the top five every race he's finished. And yeah, now he, now he finished fucking fourteenth or something. So sad, sad boy hours. Um, the other fun thing that was happening this weekend it was Fernando Alonso's three hundred and fiftieth Grand Prix. Woohoo! He won this race in two thousand eight. And he won this completely, race this year. Completely legitimately. Legally and uh, everything correct. I watched the F1 TV commentary for a little bit, like before the international commentary started. Yeah. And Will Buxton pre predicted, his prediction was that Fernando Alonso was going to win this race. Damn. I was like, okay. Maybe. Maybe. I, man, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, the world that's may a little never bit, know. That's kind of a bold prediction, I guess. But Yeah, that was pretty bold. But as a spoiler alert, Fernando Alonso did not win the race, nor did he even finish, so... <laughs> sucks for his 350th race but i think doesn't that make him the most experienced f1 driver to date or something like i think that? Like technically his... i think he passed kimmy raikkonen with 
Kimi Raikkonen had 349 starts. So, so yeah, he we so he, he eclipsed Kimi Raikkonen in the most amount of race starts, and I think he did also eclipse him a while back in the most amount of uh, laps in a race, like actively in a race. So that makes sense. I Fernando think. Alonso is a grandpa. Fernando everybody. Alonso is like fucking 42 years old or something like that. And old I man status. I don't even think he's ready to quit yet. Clearly, no, not he's going to drive for Aston Martin next year. He's just going to keep going. He's going to be the Tom Brady of fucking F1. You know, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. If I can't have the most world titles, I'm going to have the most races ever <laughs> race then. Like, so yeah, 350th race for Fernando Alonso. Um, he got to celebrate it early. Woo! woo he got out early, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bars and celebrate early. <laughs> woo! Yeah, literally. Um, so yeah, and then we were lights out. Away we go. Um, Max started horribly. Horrible fucking start. Horribly. <laughs> Just he, to start his worst race ever. <laughs> dropped back to like fucking what 14th, 15th, or something like that. It was like from yeah. eighth. Like he I been in fucking. 20th raw, I know. Yeah, so. it was a horrible start for him. Um, you know, and then, you know, Checo started, grabbed that, grabbed that number one. Um, and then K-Mag was just up in everybody's fucking business this, this weekend. He he had an altercation with multiple people, starting with Max. Him and Max kind of I, uh, touched I don't, tips I don't a little bit. But, you know, what did happen. The motherfucking end play on the motherfucking... <laughs> Front wing was flapped all over the place. Technical flag. Technical flag. A technical flag again. Which, which uh, who was it? The fucking commentator was like, my kids call it the meatball flag. Like, it was such a random <laughs> thing. Like, I, I made a note about it when it was uh, Lewis Hamilton's flag. Like, when he got the black and orange, they were like, the meatball flag is my kids call it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, nobody needed, are you running out of talking points up there? Like, what's going on? Like, so anyways, the meatball flag came out. I think I think one of the commentators last year made made a point that his kid calls him Mazaspin. So <laughs> oh they did that God. on fucking official He's formula. A they did that on a they called him Mazaspin on an official Formula One broadcast. I, I feel like the the broadcasters for any any form of Formula One like whatsoever. Even the fucking TikTok admins, bro. None of them like nobody has any idea. Like, if you try to pull this shit in, like, the NFL or the NBA or the MLB, like, none of this would fucking fly. But, like, Formula One is they're just, like... They're major shit talkers. They're, yeah, they're like, whatever. They're that's like, why it's the best. That's why it's the like, best. Whatever. We don't care. Football. I don't... I mean, I, I've never I've never in a college football broadcast seen a guy yeah. like, oh, yeah, he... He fucking sucks. He fucking sucks. You should get that <laughs> off the... I don't, I don't know. I know, I know, I know. Well, I, I think like because... It. I like it. I think because Formula One, like, started as a bunch of dudes just being like, yeah, let's just race a bunch of cars around really fast, see, see, what, see what happens. Anyways. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I like it. That's why we like Formula One. But anyways, the fucking ad play pick, pissed me off. Um, and, then Ham- and then there was this big discussion on what Hamilton wanted. At the oh, beginning yeah, of the race. Like, they kept talking about... To start. There's no way he wanted to start no. on full wets. Like, no fucking I think way. He, I think they eventually were like, oh, maybe it was used intermediates. They like, did They did new. confirm that it was like they were t- they were actually talking about this, but they talked about it for a while. Like, they kept talking about it, and I was like, fucking... Okay. Like, full wets? Like, everyone... I mean, Nicholas Latifi had a, had a couple... couple or Williams, in general, had a couple issues in the beginning, but no one was, like, skating off the freaking track. No. And, like, Enters are definitely the way to go. So I, I, I seriously doubt Lewis Hamilton was yeah, Lewis trying to drive Hamilton, a full bro. wet. Like, 
yeah no uh, fuck no that i made i made a whole thing about that and i was just like what the fuck are they talking about and then my note is the meatball flag question mark <laughs> but yeah and then just around lap seven we get our first safety car it was that early really i think it or i think it was oh well holy shit is this um it was joe okay yeah this is i forget who we collided with he hit somebody it was our man it was our guy it was our boy Gotifi? It was uh, yeah. Oh. It was fle- it was Nicholas Latifi flexing oh, his muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One final Singapore Grand Prix. I f- I found something. I can't. And he also that. got a puncture. Yeah, Nicholas Latifi. Deal. Yeah, I think he broke his rear suspension because he retired after that. Yep. Um. I so here's the quote that I have from about this incident with with Joe Guan Yu and. Nicholas Latifi. This is from Frederick Vassour, who is the team principal of Alfa Romeo, the team that Joe Guan Yu drives for. Just in case you've never watched F1 before and you made it this far. (laughs) This is uh, obviously Joe Guan Yu has retired from quite a few races this season. Most of them have, I think, been technical bullshit, you know? Uh, Frederick Vassour says, There's no such thing as luck or bad luck with DNFs. Sometimes it was technical, sometimes the engine, sometimes Latifi. Oh, sick as burn. Oh, my God. And actually, now that I'm reading about this, he said he said this during the Dutch Grand Prix. So this event did not <laughs> this event did not even have anything to do with that. <laughs> I thought it did. It's kind of even oh better that God, way. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's like, you know, there's 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 three constants in, in this in this season that we've noticed so far. One. Ferrari will inevitably fuck it up some way, somehow along the race. They will. This at some point. Two, Latifi will somehow make it be known so that he will make it on the broadcast, not in a good way. And three, Max Verstappen has a 90% chance that he will win that race. So he, he has a grid penalty for Japan. Uh, he got a penalty Who, for this. Latifi? Nicholas Latifi. Oh. So what, where's he going to start? He's probably going to start 20th. He qualified, qualified 20th, gets a three place grid penalty, starts 20th. So. Pick a man while he's down. Why don't you? There might have been a fine too, but if if there's not, like, not really a penalty. Just a fine. Oh my god. Um, But yeah, that's um, that's Nicholas Latifi's um, final Singapore Grand Prix. Yeah, 2021 World Champion, uh, winner of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Nicholas Latifi, final (laughs) Singapore Grand Prix out out lap seven or eight, I guess. Lap seven or eight, and then. so yeah, we had, and then we we learn now we know we have we had many retirements. So here they are. Um, Alonso is out of the race at lap twenty one. Um, I forget how he got out of the race. Engine, it says. Oh, engine. So engine something. Engine happened. failure. So and then we got a VSC for that, even though he was actually on the track, <laughs> somehow. Um, and then Alex Albon also got out of the race shortly after that, just for straight up just wedging very, his hole. He had a very funny crash. He, had, <laughs> he literally just went straight into the barricade, and then we backed out. The barricade ate his front wing. They were like, I'm going to have that. That's the thank point. You. I turned it on at work, and I was like, You're like he what? just has no front wing. <laughs> where, where does front He's naked. <laughs> you know, like when you see the semis without the trailer? That's what that's, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> so you get F1 car without a front wing. Bro, they, he's just naked out he's here. Naked. <laughs> it's like a, It's like a dog without their collar. <laughs> he's naked. Anyways. Um, and then Ocon was also out, not not even a lap later. Ocon just, like, pieced out, too, I think, for engine, engine shit. Engine, yeah. Uh, Alpine 
really fucked this one up. They they really did. <laughs> and then just when I thought it was gonna get even better, Hamilton hits the wall on lap 33, and I was like, oh my god, he's also gonna get a DNF. But then he just was like, excuse just, me, just, I'm gonna skirt right here in front of Hamilton in front of Max. Major cut. Him. Major props to Hamilton. Like there are a few times where he's like crashed and should be out. Imola last year, I that motherfucker should have been out of the race. Yeah. Last year. And he, I mean, Yuki Tsunoda basically, I mean, he was going a bit faster, but like multiple drivers did the same thing this weekend and we're done. Yeah. And he's just backs out and it's continues like, and he gets out, gets out ahead of Max Verstappen. In front of Max, like literally not where there was literally, there was no space. Like there wasn't a space for him at all. And he was just like, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. I'm just going to squeeze right here. And then he was like, the car's fine. <laughs> he, he held up Max Verstappen quite a bit. Like he the did. Car, car did not look fine, especially right before he pitted. He sparked up a storm. Like, oh cars, my God. Car is not fine. And then his end plate and Max was like, um, his end plate is fucking hanging off as dangerous. And they're like, yeah, yeah, Max, we know we got it. We're getting it. Like second, second person to get in front of Max happen with a fucked up end plate on their fucking cheap ass fucking front wings anyways um and then on lap 36 yuki sinoda also got out of the race so um that was it for our retirements but they were they happened pretty quick they happened within like five i thought there would laps. be more i mean mick schumacher george russell they tried to take themselves out of the race yeah. max verstappen if it was a different corner would have oh, just went straight god. on into the wall oh my god that was what that was my next note is literally uh, Max didn't let his tires warm warm up enough, and now he's got a pit again because yeah. he fucking like <laughs> gave him the biggest flat spot on the planet. Right before right before Yuki Tsunoda crashes, we had uh, so George Russell pitted for soft tire or slick tires way before everyone else did. I think it was probably when Fernando Alonso retired, or maybe Alex Albon. Yeah. Um, but way before everyone else, and he, I mean, he. He was like fifty seconds back. Honestly, like he, he was, was like just, guinea pig. I he mean, was like just, he was just out there. Like he's whatever. just out there. Yeah. He's like, we're, what Mercedes are like? Fucking whatever. We'll use. Honestly, this, we'll we'll, just... we'll test this one. We're gonna <laughs> test you for this Aww. race. Um, but he was just out there, and then slowly he started like Gaining getting the speed. fastest sectors, and yeah. he started getting there, and then that caused everybody else to pit again. Yeah, for slick tires, which. Then they came out and they kind of struggled with them. Like, At first, yeah, like yeah. Sergio Perez, or no, Charles Leclerc pitted on one lap for slick tires. tires. And then Sergio Perez didn't come in until the next lap, but Perez put a gap on him. Yeah. Leclerc had a bad pit stop too, but. Um, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. He definitely, like, he, but <laughs> he the, like, skirted into his position. But, like, I mean, George Russell's tires had, like, a dozen laps on them and so they were heated up everyone else's were not and so yeah. the intermediates were still better for a little while yeah had yuki sonoda's had yuki sonoda not done what yuki sonoda does <laughs> i think Literally. it would have been interesting to see how all that played out with the people who stayed on inters longer and everything because yeah. it was the crossover point i would have liked to see that played out but yuki sonoda as soon as he gets onto slick tires just goes straight on goodbye daniel kiviat style Daniel Kibiaz style. So, yeah. And then Russell then just randomly got a puncture, right? During, as Max was pitting, they were just like, Russell just has a puncture. smashes into Mick Schumacher. Yeah, they just like which, they just like kissed on the side a little bit. Which, by the way, tangent. Haas. Haas. Bravo Haas. Oh, Every, yeah. Bravo Haas. Everyone, a race where you have a bunch of retirements. They and did Haas not. the team that just doesn't score points. They did not, but they just didn't score any I points. I know. Still. They're just being, oh, my God. But. Um, the whole internet kind of got pissed at Russell before that because Russell was like, 
uh, he, he said his famous line of Schumacher is defending like it's the race of his life. Crikey. So, you know, his, his entitlement was showing during this race. Um, that guy is so fucking British. Too, oh, like. my God. I mean, I, so his entitlement I'm, was showing. I'm so happy to bring this back, but I bet he cried when the queen died. Like. <laughs> God damn it. We were so close. We were an hour and 20 minutes in, and we didn't even mention her. Her Majesty. Anyway. Her Majesty. Uh, but yeah, George Russell. Um, yeah, he just he, he definitely was just a little bit of a a little bit of a of a crap of a little bit of a butthurt baby because he was all the way in the back. So he was like, Wow, he's defending like crazy. Like he just reminded me of the fucking kid in elementary school that's like, Why are you trying so hard? Like, calm down. Like, and Schumacher's just like, I'm just trying to race, bro. Like I yeah, I get it, but honestly, at the same time, I mean George Russell was really fast. He was passing on that restart, he passed a few people. Yeah. And uh I get it. I get where they're mad, but like I don't really know my, why Mick Schumacher was fighting the Haas or the the Because he can. So. He's in a car. But why not? He's not in his race. Fuck I it. Don't know. Fuck I it. I don't know. If I if I was in front of Lewis Hamilton, I'd be like fucking dodging and shit. But like fuck yeah, why not? I would just punch my cat in the face. <laughs> He's low key right now. He's just being so low key with his little socks. Low key gifted. Low key gifted on. stoner who's chill with the cool kids. During one of the safety cars. Um, Sergio Perez decided to just like hang back a little bit too far, which is what got him, um, under investigation by the FIA for a penalty because he was not 10 car lengths away. He yeah. Like more than 10 car lengths. Fucking away. 20 minutes later, they're like, this is noted. And then 10 minutes <laughs> later, they're like, yeah, we're going to look at this after the race. Yeah. Like, okay. The, the commentators even were saying, I agreed. It's like. So many times that we have gotten penalties during this season, they've come so quickly. Like you could have just done this during. Like we had. They've time. got all the data to. to it's make right that there. Call. Like it's a camera. Like a- you have twelve <laughs> fucking people in that room with you. Assign one of them to do it. Like I don't know what else you want me to say. Like just do it. So yeah, he just that was the FIA being a little bit. They were in a little bit. They would be a little lazy. You know, if my man Michael Massey was in the booth there, he, he would have got that shit done. done. He would have. It would have been done and immediate. He, he would have been like side sealed, <laughs> delivered. Michael Massey, get that shit done. Anyway, so yeah, but he, but Checo won still. He crossed the finish line. Everyone was excited. They even asked him after the race. They were like, "So we know you're under under investigation for your safety car infringement. Like, do you know what happened?" He's like, "No, honestly, I, I don't." I don't, I don't know if no they idea. ever showed. Like, I know it's kind no. of like it's ten car lengths. It's like you won't probably won't be able to see that very well on a video. But like, they didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm really glad. I'm really glad that he. I mean. I'm glad that they didn't take that away. Yeah. I feel like if they were going to take it away, they would have made the call earlier. Because I yeah, really think, true. I mean, you really look kind of kind of dumb. Like an you, asshole. You yeah. really look kind of stupid if you Make wait. Make go through all the podium stuff. You see all that. All the fans are watching. They turn it off. And then an hour later, you're like, oh, by the way, Charlotte Claire won. Yeah. So that would have been that would have been very bad if they yeah. did that. So I, But they really need to. I really need to like make that call before the race ends. Yeah, literally. And then um, we did not get any PK uh, cam footage, but we did get some of Charles Le- Charles Leclerc's girlfriend footage. For some reason, they were like all about her. You probably didn't even notice, or you didn't even watch the podium. I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but at the at the end of the at the podium, they were like, you know, go through everybody, and she was right in the front, and they kept zooming into her face, and I was like, oh my god, leave Charlotte alone. I think her name's Charlotte. Charlotte and Charles. I just I just needed some context on who Charlotte Leclerc's girlfriend is. Oh, okay. We went over this. We you didn't whole... show pictures, I don't recall. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I was just surprised that we didn't see a PK at, at Singapore, especially if like Max had the opportunity to potentially win. Like, Jeep was probably there, but Yost was finished, there. Finished. Um, he finished what seventh, eighth. So they were pro- they probably just went into the garage and cried together. <laughs> yeah. No, Max was never probably just like cried. She was just like. Anyway, so like, yeah, you'll win the next one. You'll get the next one, buddy. Grow up. Anyway, but anyways, yeah, Checo did eventually. They did find out. They did say, hey, you know. You are going to get a five-second time penalty, but you finished seven seconds ahead, so you still got the win. So, dub for Checo. He is now the most winningness Mexican F1 driver out there now. Love that man. So amazing. Can't wait to see him win at the Mexican Grand Prix as well. Manifesting it now. It's going to happen. Him and Charles Leclerc had a pretty good battle for a couple laps there. I was honestly a little worried that Charles Leclerc was going to pass him. Like I was like, which is which is a very rare thing for the Singapore Grand Prix, like a pass. So right, I was um, I, they had a pretty good battle there for a while. It was a very good race. I liked the the wet to dry element. I think yeah. that was fun. Um, created a little bit of mystique, I guess. Uh, let me look up the results here, just so I mystique. Um, Give us a top ten. Um, so yeah, Perez Perez winner, dope as hell. Leclerc. Second, had a decent drive. Science, pretty much nowhere all race. I forgot about Science. Kind of just chilling. There. He yeah. battled with Norris for a little while, but Norris didn't pass him. Norris finished fourth. Ricardo finished fifth, but we talked about that um, a little bit. Aston fucking Martin. Okay, there's yeah, that. Oh, Aston, yeah, Martin, yeah. Aston sixth, Martin had a fucking good-ass race, too. Sixth and eighth. Uh, Max Verstappen was in between them. But, but, but. But. Um, Aston Martin with this great haul of points. With these points, Aston Martin has jumped up to seventh in the constructor standings from mm-hmm, ninth. We mm-hmm. fucking clowned on them all year. Yeah. And now they're ahead of Haas, who and Haas Fuck. Haas is tied with Alpha uh, Alpha Towery. So Alpha Tower scores any more points, which they've done for the past three of the last four races. They've scored points. They're gonna... Haas finished ninth. God which damn they it, started Haas. so well, and Haas haven't finished in the points since Austria, which is six races ago now. Yeah. So, and they haven't even really looked close at all. No, they so, haven't. So Haas, um, they started out strong, which is giving me promise for the 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 years to come. So, you know, I haven't I haven't fully lost hope on Haas yet, but just a little sad. That's okay. But yeah, Aston Martin are doing pretty. Uh, Lance Stroll finished six. I mean, I, that's a that's crazy decent run. I mean, they got some points. Where his fellow, you know, his fellow Yuki Sonoda and Nicholas Latifi, his fellow clowny drivers, clowny drivers. They had horrible days, but he finished six. So bravo to that. Um, and then Sebastian Vettel eighth. Lewis Hamilton finished ninth. Pierre Gasly finished in tenth. Bottas, yeah, yeah. Bottas was just still tenth in points, but hasn't scored in a very long time. Very long so. time. He's just kind of there. Which is very sad for me. Um, <laughs> Kevin, Mick, George Russell. And that's it. Everybody else DNF'd. Everyone else was out, but we already talked about that. McLaren's up to fourth in the constructors. Woohoo. Um, yeah, I they've mean, surpassed honestly, Alpine. Yeah, if Daniel Ricciardo keeps this up, they're definitely going to finish fourth, which, yeah. I think that'd be great. Good if Daniel Ricciardo just like fucking kills it the last couple of races, just to be like, haha. Wins the next Wins. five races. Takes out um, Lando Norris and then wins. <laughs> now that would be something. What are they going to do? Fire? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. He can literally. No, I saw this video that was like him, like acted like his normal self again, and people were like, 
oh my god he's got like an offer and then somebody in the comments was like no he's literally acting like a, a guy that just put his two weeks in now he can just fuck off at work like that's literally how he's acting like he's just like i give a fuck i ain't gonna be here next year fuck you guys or he got an offer we'll see only time will tell so hopefully by uh the japanese grand prix um we have some more update on the silly season but i'm i'm kind of wanting the i kind of want the championship just to be done at, in japan i think that'd be pretty cool that'd be really like i mean sergio perez brought it up at the post-race interview but that'd be pretty dope for honda if that's what helmet marco wants he's like i don't even want him to win it this weekend i want him to do it in japan yeah the engine which yeah. i think i agree i probably i think he if he Japan's more of a traditional track, I think. So he'll yeah. probably do it. I, I think, think it's like he has to finish first and Charles Leclerc has to has to finish second for him to not get the championship. Oh really? That's like that's how close it is now. Oh yeah. Fucking he's like he's gonna win it. I mean, yeah. Like yeah, he's gonna he, get it. I think he'll he'll probably well, Which Sergio Perez is technically, like, math-wise, still able to get the championship if, like, everything else goes to shit. So I think it was something like Sergio Perez has to get, like, greater than fifth place or something, and then Max has to get first place, and then Charles has to get anything but second place or higher, and then Max wins. I don't know. It was, like, some some weird thing like that. But, like, it, I basically heard that, like, Verstappen has to get first, and then Charles has to get, like, anything but second, and he wins it. Yeah, I'll probably do that, honestly. Although, given given Japan, I feel like Japan is similar to the Netherlands and Hungary. So I think Mercedes might be good there. And maybe. so, I don't know. Maybe we'll that could see. be, they're kind of randomly good at some places. So, but yeah, I could see, I could, I don't know. I don't know what I could see, honestly. I don't know. Five either. races left, though. It's sad. It's, it's so getting, sad. it's late days. It's late days now, guys. It's officially late days, 20 summer. Now, now that you can comment on our Apple podcast, make a comment below what you would like us to talk about during the winter break. It all it all, it all, all came together. It's fun when it gets mixed the, up, and the, it's also fun when Delaney is also still winning in fantasy. The because plans, of my yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about that in a little while, but we had a couple weeks, I think, where we swapped back and forth. Yeah, we were like four and points. Now, yeah, I think I get. I think I got just fucking crushed this weekend. Oh, but I think Ferraris, I my constructors. But. I have both Ferrari drivers. I also have Lando Norris on my team. I also have Sergio Perez. The only thing that failed me was I. I didn't change my. Uh, I didn't change my Mega Driver. Yeah. Which I should have, or my Turbo Driver. Sorry, I didn't change my Turbo Driver because I kept it as Carlos Sainz, which was like a big L for me because he was just like behind Leclerc. But if I made it, Sergio Perez, fuck, dude. I would have made so many fucking points. So many fucking points. Yeah, I think I, I think I, uh, well, the last time I checked, it was still pending. I still finished second this weekend. I'm at 2,856. Delaney has 2,931. So 80-some points ahead of me, or 70-some. But I still finished second this weekend with 172, but Delaney got 239. So that was a proper... Proper dub. Properly, and she won Italy as well. I have not changed my team since before the summer break. I I changed it for the summer break and haven't either. So so we're just kind of free so, balling now. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have to make changes. But I might change my turbo driver because I don't know if I can trust Ferrari in Japan. But we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. That's this episode. Um, you can now listen to this podcast on fucking a ton of shit. Yeah, like there's a listen off apps I've never even freaking heard of. Pop off. Um, so. Uh, it doesn't say, but it's definitely available on Apple Podcasts now, Podbean, but of course it is because that's it's a, that's what's important. Knew that. Spotify, hopefully that's where you guys are listening because that's 
That's A1. the one you should. Uh, Amazon Music slash Audible. Uh, iHeartRadio. Player FM. Samsung and Podchasers. Now, those last four, I mean, Samsung I've obviously heard of, but I don't know what that app is. But three of those last four, well, I know what iHeartRadio. Player FM and Podchaser I've never even freaking heard of. Yeah. So, But you can listen to it on there. So yeah. um, that's not on the poster if you're listening from the poster. Welcome. Which... I hope so. I hope you are too. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's this episode. Listen to our listen to our thing on those things. Give it a rating. Follow on us whatever. on YouTube on TikTok. Yes, yes, it's on YouTube as well. Yes, click it, click it, like it, subscribe it. You know, turn on the bell for notifications. What do you do? You review five stars on Apple Podcasts, five stars on Spotify. Leave us a review. Banging, leave us a banging review on Apple Podcasts right up there. Be like, this podcast changed my life before I was <laughs> a cold, was dark, amazing. and like depressing. And uh, I love F1 now only because of this podcast. I didn't even know what F1 was before. Yeah, which I don't know if we, I don't know if you could get into F1 from the, just podcast no. alone. I don't know if we. I hope you do. Well. I hope you do, but like I, you'll be so confused without doing any outside research yeah watch the netflix series first if you're like a new baby f1 person and then come listen to us and then realize that it's wrong all wrong (laughs) shares nothing but that is this episode of not on this occasion loki is falling asleep he's like this is so boring (laughs) i like indycar he's like i like indycar and nascar and then this is where we're gonna possibly have an outro at some point so see you guys see ya in the next in episode, Japan, Japan, which is at uh, one in the morning, that'll be fun. Which is like, this is a Bye. certified hood classic. Bitch, the boy who lived, all who died. <laughs> <laughs>